Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Shay from Earth Heroes TV, and this is Dennis from Awakening Health. We're here for the final part of this series where we've been talking about everything that has been occurring over the last few years here since the, the pandemic, the dystopian future that's laid out before us. Everything from digital IDs, CBDCs, common law, natural law, everything that's occurring in cryptocurrency, <laughs> the whole lot. We've been covering we've been covering some ground in this conversation and, and more importantly and what I want to focus on, what we've been driven by and inspired to talk about at Earth Theorist TV is the solutions. What can we do to be empowered in our health, Dennis? How do we live our lives? You know, when we've grown up in a world of screens bright blue lights, uh, Wi-Fi that we've become accustomed, not only accustomed, but addicted to. Um, you know, how do we move forward to stay in harmony, to stay in resonance with the natural frequencies of the earth, to just live a healthy and abundant, thriving life? What do we need to do? The analogies are great, say, and they parallel with common law a little bit. And I, I mentioned you before, I consider myself a student of common law. And when I look at some people talk about it, the level at which they talk about it is is baffling, you know. I'm, so obviously I'm an expert if I'm baffled. <laughs> <laughs> and But again, with common law, you can just peel all that stuff off the top and keep to some really basic principles. One of the principles is everything is an offer and you accept all offers, but you have conditions attached, like, I, like we mentioned in the previous segment. And health is very bloody similar. I could... No, I, I, I feel I'm a, a journeyman. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not an expert in anything, uh, but I just happen to have my fingers in all sorts of pies. And even you could argue, I, I could nearly make a case for myself being an expert in health, but I, I wouldn't because I, I don't really want to be. Because essentially, when we roll into this area of expertise, we start bogging it down with complications and you don't need to. And from a health perspective, we can keep it bloody simple. Recognizing that anything artificial is probably hurting you. So you just mentioned an absolute cracker there, Shay. Light, artificial light is not good for you, okay? And I can break it down and tell you about cortisol and diabetes and sugar and insulin in relation to light and circadian rhythms, but avoid artificial lights, especially the really uh, white, toxic, powerful ones. The should probably get out of this studio. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting slammed right now. I was looking up as you were saying it, Shay. And, uh, you know, again, we've got the screens. Screens are emitting blue light has a place. But it has place if the sun's making it. It doesn't really have one if it's hammering you from your phone. So looking at light is absolutely important. The next thing, again, it's it's the same recipe over and over again. And I think even I showed you those pictures of that dog I, I um, was interacting with, uh, my friend's dog, who was given two weeks to live. It's nearly a year later. That dog it was a 13-year-old dog, and he's jumping around like he's eight years old now. I can show you a video after we finish this, actually. Andy. Shout out to you if you listen to this. Um, so, so again, that was a dog that was going to be put down a year ago. Okay. Again, get rid of processed foods. Get rid of processed foods. They're poisoning, poisoning you. Okay. Rule of thumb. If you can't eat it, don't put it on your skin. Have a look in your shower. Go into your bathroom. Open your cupboards. My toiletries, I can have them in my pantry. I can eat my toiletries, okay? It's a great thing to be aware of. So for my hair, coconut oil, for my skin, shea butter, shea butter. Hey. Shout out to you there, man. <laughs> Buttery shea there. <laughs> you know, so, so again, if you don't put it on your skin. Same with your, your clothing products. Don't wash your bloody clothes in 
poisonous detergents. Use things like vinegar and sodium bicarbonate and borax, okay? And the and another thing that we have to be very, very um, conscious of is that if we're eating food from the supermarkets, we are absolutely already micronutrient deficient if we're eating whole foods from our local markets. And, and that gives us more control over our food when we're supporting local markets. No sprays, no pesticides, local markets. I lean much more towards a carnivorous um, place than some people. But if you're a vegan vegetarian, that's fine. Just make sure you're eating good, healthy, clean food. But if you're eating animals, the animals also have to be loved and looked after and cared for. This mass farming, the vegans are right. It is abhorrent. It's disgusting. Okay. A lot of their other points are are very inaccurate in relation to how animals help uh, sustain the environment. But again, it, uh, another great simple rule of thumb is if it was something that your great, great, great grandparents were doing, so 150, 200 years ago, do that. Get back to those basics. Stress, another huge, huge killer. Make sure, and I'm guilty of not doing this, by the way, so there's an element of hypocrisy here. But, uh, you know, for people who are suffering out there, manage your stress. Be still. Yeah, there's a paraphrase, and I can't remember who made the quote, but it was something along the lines of, if if a man knew, if all men knew how to sit alone in a room for two to three hours, there would be no wars in the world. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because that sitting in stillness and allowing that positive energy and fl- and that flowing is is of absolute value and absolute significance. The, so those those really simple simple points are, I'd say that the 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 basis of all health, and then you can start digging into your nuances and what you put in your body and what to avoid in more detail. But yeah, stick to those rules and you will make dramatic improvements. Yeah, I love that. And the thing that I hate about that is it is so simple. (laughs) Absolutely. And I feel one thing maybe you've missed in this conversation, but I know you've talked on great length in the past, is sleep, the element of rest. And it it seems so obvious and it's right in front of our faces, everything that you've mentioned, but... Yet still somehow we have this inclination towards the bright, shiny objects, the new, sexy little thing that we want to, you know, embark on in our health journey to help make us healthier. But fundamentally, if we just went to bed earlier. But even that shape just brings to mind something that I observe a lot is 300 years ago, you had these calm, peaceful little babies being carried around, just looking and staring and taking things in. And even the attack now... We have these little babies, they're in their their boxes or cradles or whatever, and it's stimulus, stimulus, stimulus. You've got the little thing spinning around the top with all the lights, then, you know, the baby wakes up and you've got the rattles and it's shaking, stimulating. Everything is about keeping the baby alert and stimulated. And it's really, really damaging. So essentially we evolve to have this, this these, these neuroplasticity pathways that are honed for stimulation and we're uncomfortable when we're not stimulated and we carry that through. The same thing happens with our video games. The same thing happens with our cartoons. I, I've traveled a bit in Japan and some of the houses there are just mind-blowing. There's three televisions on. The cartoons are, are on the television are all exploding figures and stars and things shining. The walls have little things on them that are pinging and buzzing and the little toys on the floor. And and for me as an adult, I felt that I was going crazy. These poor little children who are like three, four, five, and six, I don't know how they can cope. So this, this piece, rest, getting into nature, s- sleeping properly, that, absolutely, you're so spot on there, Shay. Yeah, hello. Uh, it's a great conversation. I remember recently, well, granted it is the festive season, you walk around and you start seeing all these light shows going on with, 
the bright lights and the shiny house and all the things. And I remember watching at the university, they had a light show for Christmas and all the kids were, it was nighttime and they were all attracted like flies or moths at night up to the bright shiny light and it was all these humans that were attracted <laughs> to this light and they were interacting with it and playing with it and it was almost like this hypnotic state that was you know the light was emanating and i guess that kind of pulls us into these deeper universal questions around um you know what it is that makes us who we are around being we are beings of light you know we are re re light reflecting one another and it's the source of light our sun which gives us our enrichment, such as the food that we need to eat, such as the sparkles in the water that we need to drink, such as the energy that we need to function on a day-to-day -day basis. And you talked about the circadian rhythm and tapping into that. And so there, there is this fundamental knowing that we often forget about that light is actually, from the sun primarily, is driving this world that we live in. And we're, we are creating this artificial version of it, which we are all stimulated by and attracted to and get caught up in the swell of these screens because the light's keeping us awake at night. And so we, we can see that there can lead to this potential burnout when we're getting addicted to, stuck onto the light of our screens without having that polarity of darkness for 12 hours of the day and getting our rest and getting our sleep, which which comes back into that yin-yang philosophy I mentioned earlier around having balance in our lives of, of the polarities. And, and it seems obvious that we come out of harmony, out of balance when we are staying up all night, on our, stuck on our screens, stimulated by those three-second short videos on YouTube or whatever it is, TikTok and all the rest of them, and not actually going to rest that that last tiktok dance you did uh, shay that uh, i watched 350 <laughs> times and gave you 2500 likes for i, I really liked that one by the way but uh but you know listen there, there's keys in our language and this is where common law also has relevance because it, it does tackle the basis of our language and as a great little thing that to to have in people's minds is the is the words human being hue a hue is a color man the color of man and it's not human doing it's the human being just being being static being in existence not striving not going not working not looking just being and if we could all just get back to that to that harmony and that peace and that stillness and shift away from these spells these addictions these 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 messages of consuming the whole time especially in this lead up to christmas 2023 maybe this new year of 2024 we don't need stuff there's a difference between need and want and again if we recognized that we don't have as much need for things maybe there wouldn't be as much competition and then there may be less of a feeling of poverty and a poverty existence and then there might be more harmony and then there might be more love and then we might channel better energy and better flow to be more abundant. Beautifully said, beautifully said. And so I guess just to summarize what you were saying there is that we often have this, like a child has these needy qualities that we can um, carry through into our adult years and we're playing out this child kind of psychological neediness of all the things that we need, but as opposed to recognizing that, of course, we have our, basic human needs as shelter and food and water and community and connection. But we 
I, feel, I often feel like we forget that we live in an age of prosperity. Even though a lot of people are talking about, you know, we're coming into this economic cycle of winter and we've got to be, you know, we're going into a depression and, and you know, the economy is not growing, 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 where we're coming down. Fundamentally, here we are in abundance simply just by having, you know, real human relationships, by having health, by being able to communicate and go to the beach and go for a swim and eat good food and do all of these like you said, simple fundamentals to our lives, it's easy to forget about that. But I think this is a beautiful season just to remind each other, you know, why we're really here and what the purpose of life is and, and they're great, great talking points to discuss. So thanks for bringing that up. A hundred percent. And I, I like the, that focus that you said on, on the even the word needy and needing and, and so many relationships just descend into this toxicity because we, we, we haven't looked inwards. We're always looking for these external sources of completion. And if people are in relationships that are being challenged and they're struggling because they're not looking after themselves and you need somebody else to complete you, you need that support from somebody, you're really not gifting something. You are, you are, you are parasitic. You're sucking from them as opposed to having addressed your inner problems and your inner turmoils and being more complete within yourself where you when you are there in more completion then you don't need anything but then we can move into this beautiful place of allowing and then wanting making decisions about what's good for us and invariably if we are harmonizing especially in those male and female energies with our partners then we are by wanting, we are accelerating, we're accumulating, we're multiplying that beautiful energy that can exist between two people as opposed to draining either one or the other. Well said, beautifully said there as well. So I, I really love this conversation, uh, Dennis. Uh, before we round up, we're, we're coming to the end of this four-part series. I just wanted to uh, touch on an interesting conversation that you've had recently on your radio show up in Cairns, a, a lady from Melbourne who kind of lived through the the chaos of the lockdowns and the procedures and she's now traveling written her book traveling the world sharing this message with more people i just wanted to to round up the conversation just by touching on that conversation with monica smith who found herself in cairns and in the radio uh, studio with you How, what was that and what was the key takeaway from her story that that uh, you really sticks out for you yeah, Monica was 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 very welcoming. It was very lo was very lovely, and you know, I'm, I'm going to address one of the elephants in the room. There's there's always detractors to pe to people, and because she kind of gave me some time, I, I don't really want to get into is she controlled opposition? Is she not? And everybody can be kind of pointed at, at you know in that direction. I'm doing a collaboration with um with a fellow called Ed Cooper. Uh, from Rise, Rise Up Melbourne. So we're going to kind of be doing a lot more active stuff. And Ed's very much that sceptical voice, which is what we need. We need that, okay? But uh, I choose to have the, the position of people have got value and I want to see that value. And, and the key takeaway for me with Monica was, um, again, a re I wouldn't say a normal person, but she never wanted to take this position that she has, but she stepped up when she saw something wrong and then she let go and she had acceptance and her journey in her life now is nothing 
as no, nothing how she thought. She didn't think it would look like this. But again, this is where we let go. We allow the universe to deliver us our journey and we step up to the mark and, and we do it with love and we do it with gratitude. And then we can have our abundance and we can we can get out of the slave trap. I mean, how many people listen to your channel say, I guess some of those people are a little bit more enlightened than the, kind of the masses. But, you know, how many people are just sick of their job? They, they feel they're trapped in relation to having to pay that mortgage. Some of them are taking antidepressants or taking these medications. Their bodies are crumbling. They've got knee issues and gut issues and bowel issues. And then they retire. What does that word even mean? You're tired. Again, retire. We need to be making the most of our vital times. We need to be having energy to spend it with our families and our children, and we need to be leading by example. So the big takeaway from Monica was, I guess, just this, uh, at which you do, I think, to a, to, a, to a huge extent, which I'm doing to a huge extent, is not preempting things. We don't need to save furiously just in case we get sick. For a we, need, we need to live. We need to allow. And to, uh, we need to just step up and, and just try and have gratitude and love as, mu as much and as often as we can. Yeah, beautifully said, Dennis. <clears throat> I want to thank you so much again for taking the time out to join me today in this beautiful studio on the Sunshine Coast where we get to have these great conversations, man. I appreciate all the work that you're doing with Awakening and Health and your rebranded Rise Up Melbourne channels that are out there. Guys, if you're listening into this and you're still here with us, highly recommend not only on Earth Theorist TV that Dennis and I have some phenomenal conversations where we dive into everything from germ Germ Theory for Dummies 101 on Vitamin <laughs> D and, and so many more. But go and check out his Rumble, uh, his Telegram page, his Facebook, his YouTube. It's virtually everywhere online. And he's got some great conversations, as again we've touched on today with the likes of Romley Stewart, Tom Barnett, Monica Smith. And I'm actually starting, I've got a, I've started it already, but I haven't given it any exposure yet, but I'm uh, putting together a lot of common law resources on YouTube. And right. I think I've called, I can't remember even what I've called it, it's fairly new, but I think I've called it the basics of common law. Fantastic. But uh, you might find a link in some of my media, they can, people can reach out to me, Dennis2ends at awakeninginhealth.com or reach out to Shay and I'll, I'll, I'll give you links to put uh, in, in the forward of this. But I'm putting in videos from about, you know, 15, 20 years ago that I found were pivotal in my understanding of common law. I'm going to chuck some of Romney's stuff there and some of the videos I've done with people like Zev Freeman, really good character to listen to, Dick Yardley, Mike Holt. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good, there's going to be great stuff on that uh, channel. Beautifully done. And All for and free again. Uh, yeah, I love that yeah. and I think that's what it's about is sharing this information widely with more people so that we can be empowered as a, a human family, human civilization moving forth in what I predict to be some uh, volatile and kind of you know interesting times ahead of us before we wrap up in the last minute here, Dennis, what is your predictions in 60 seconds or less for the next five years? Next five years, we are going to have lots more pressure and the pressure is going to destroy, I think, some parts of the society, but like all things that seemingly look like they're negative and a great example might be a caterpillar and the crystallization that happens. And at the end of the pressure, something beautiful comes about. So make sure everybody who's listening to this, make sure you're on the beauty side. Don't give in to the pressure. I love it. Well said, Dennis. Thank you so much for joining me in studio. I'm Shay from Earth Heroes TV. This is Dennis O'Connor from Awakening Health. Have a beautiful day, folks.